Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 5 Minutes PM Podcast. Today, I'd like to discuss with you the relationship between scope and risk. It's very important to understand this because many people think that risk is something that is not clear associated with the scope. And I want just to make sure that you understand that scope is one of the key drivers of threats and risks in your project. And it's not only about having a detailed scope or a non-detailed scope, because many people say, okay, poor scope leads to risk. Okay, this is obvious. But also the size of the scope and the way that you approach your project can generate or can reduce the level of threats you have. So let's take a quick example. Let's suppose you are building your new house and then you decide to include in the scope of your project a pool, a swimming pool. So you need to understand that together with this swimming pool comes a lot of benefits. Of course, it's uh, entertainment, it's uh, enjoyment for you, for your family, it's an increase in the value of your property. But together with that comes a lot of risks, right? Because you have risks regarding all the hydraulical system, because maybe your original project does not support the level of water that you need to, for example, to pump to the pool. Or maybe the heating, if you want a heated pool. So it's very, very important because many people, they face when they are organizing the scope, they think that I just need to define a clear scope. If I define a clear scope, I'm mitigating the risks. This is partially correct. Of course, it's much better than a non-defined scope. but If you transform the scope, a very well-defined scope on your project, into an extremely complex, involving new technology, involving new law or new kind of regulation, oh, multicultural environments, multi-country environments, you need to understand when you put these components inside your project, you are naturally increasing your risk. And it's very, very important that you realize this increase at the beginning of the planning of your project and not during the execution. Remember the concept of the cement. A wet cement, it's very easy for you to shape. But when the cement becomes dry, the only way to reshape is through breaking it. And to break, it means destruction of valley because probably you cannot do it again with the same cement. It's a lot of energy because you need to take a hammer and heat very heavily. So it's a very energy-consuming task. So you need to understand that. So why I'm proposing to you? First, when you are preparing and framing your scope statement, when you are framing your WBS, when you start crafting your project, every single work package, every single component, you should at least informally to understand which kind of risks I am bringing to the project by adding this new work package, this new component of the scope. I know that traditionally risk management, a risk register, all the risk approach is usually done at the end of the planning in a more formal way, because of course you have more information, not only about the scope, but because I'm talking here about the scope, what I suggest you to do It's every single item you add as a component to your product or your service that is aimed with the project that you understand which kind of risks I'm bringing. 
is it worth to bring this risk in? Or is there any other approach that I can flip or change that will bring much more value for me? So this is the thought you need to have. And you need to have this at the beginning of the planning and not at the end. Because at the end, most of the time, you are already starting some contracts. You are already starting some purchase process. You already are hiring people if you have not done yet. So it's a very important. Remember the concept of the cement. So if it's very wet, it's a great moment for you to understand each additional piece you're bringing to the scope. It's not only about the finite or not the finite scope, but also the amplitude, the size of the scope of your project. Many times when I have a very big project, I prefer to split into smaller projects and I do a programmatic approach. And I do this exactly to confine and to restrict the level of risks. Because if you're bringing a project with a high level of threats, you are risking increasing your risk very heavily of not being successful in the delivery of your project. So I hope you understood and you had this thought about the relationship between risk and scope and see you next week with another 5 Minutes PM podcast.